Hi there, my name is Michael White. And my name is Anthea Morfetis. For those of you who don't know us, I am a public speaker and I also do one-on-one coaching. And myself, I'm an author and a mindset coach. We're here today to bring you guys our podcast, which we enjoy very much called Love and Relationship Conversations. Um, We've decided to partner up together to educate people on how to have a relationship with themselves, how to have a relationship with others and get the relationships that they deserve and desire. And how we go about doing that is creating content for you guys that you will enjoy. And we're completely passionate about what we're doing we love what we do because of our own experiences in life and myself and Michael have known each other for a a good seven years and we've had many conversations about relationships and hence why Love and Relationship podcast was born and we welcome you to this podcast and we hope you completely enjoy early today just for you guys Um, as you guys know it is the time for love and relationship conversations. Um, as I said, guys, before we get started, do us a favor, help us grow on the algorithm, guys. Like, share, and smash that like button. It doesn't really take much. Um, it's just a click, and that's it. You know, we understand that your all the topics might not resonate with you, but like the ones that do. You know what I mean? Because again, it helps us climb up the the algorithm and we are here to offer the value um, through these conversations because not enough of these conversations are being had. No, that's right. Then it's nice. And we love having these conversations as well, like we say every time. So yeah, it's really nice if you could support us. It doesn't take much, just a quick like and share. Um, Yeah, exactly. In this space, as I said, we're not here to change this space. We're here to add value to the space. That's what our job is, right? A level of contribution, a different perspective. Because the thing is, everybody comes into the space and offers something different, right? So us, we just offer a different perspective. Um, and you might not agree with everything we say, but you know, if you could at least take away some things to make your life better, either in dating, personally, however you want to take it, um, we're definitely here to... to um, add that level of contribution for you, right? Because it's not about us, you know, it's about the conversations that we have and then people hearing those conversations and saying, oh, I've never heard it like that. Or damn, like, uh, you know, that really like resonated with me. So, you know, as we said, please guys, even the commenting helps. If you don't want to like the video, fine, but just you commenting helps us grow in the algorithm and, and especially the views. So, Um, With that being said, um, let's get into today's topic. I know a lot of people are like, I want to know the difference between the two. So um, I guess this will be, yeah, I guess this will be kind of like a vibe questionnaire. But Anthea, what would you say is the difference between love and lust? Um, Lust doesn't last. Love is long-term lasting. Lust is something, I think, like you meet somebody and you kind of like have this, like a physical connection uh, or attraction, sorry, a physical attraction. You both yeah. like, you like lust over one another, which, um, and 
normally is short term. I'm not saying it can't turn into love because it can turn into love, but it's normally just like more of a sexual thing, a conversation going on, more just like a few drinks and sex, let's say. Um, and if then that can eventually, if you start spending more and more time together, then yes, it can turn to love, I think. But when love, like love is different. You see someone from the beginning as somebody you want to spend time with, you want to grow with, you want to get to know, and you have a natural feeling of love towards them. And yes, you do have that sense of like attraction, um, connection, and you grow within that, but it's more in your both minds it's like you both want to get to know one another they have interest in it in one another at more than just a sexual level um so i think that's kind of the most basic side of it michael what's your take um it's very interesting see i'm gonna say this guys i've been in both and i've under and i've taken the time to understand both so i'm gonna break it down lust is more of in a sense of a level of infatuation. But that's the thing. It can turn to a relationship like Anthea said, but I always look at it like this. When you meet someone and you lust after them, you're hanging out, you're getting to know each other. Sometimes it's not always physical. Sometimes like you guys aren't like having rolling around in the hay, but sometimes it's just like, you know, like you lust for them, you love being around them. And then like, let's say after the three month marker, I always believe that's when stuff gets real. And then that's when you know if the relationship or like what it is you guys are doing, if, if it's a real thing or if it's not. Because at that point, after three months, you really start to see like the person's good side, bad side. Like you really start to like see them, right? Mm. So um, it's either going to fizzle out or it's going to like turn into something. And, you know, like I'll be honest on the love side of things, like, like I've had like people in my life, like friends and romantically that I've like loved. Like, and I don't mean like loved as a person. Like there was mm. never that lust. Like, ooh, like, yeah, they're attractive. But I meant like there was a f- true form of like genuineness. Genuine. Yeah. And I know um, that feeling. Yeah. I yeah. Know there was like, it was like, it was like, like, yeah, you're hot. But like, I don't care about that. I actually care about yes. you as like an individual and I feel like a lot of times people get them mixed up because it feels like it feels the same when they're completely different right because um when you're loving someone love is like it's selfless it is there's no hidden attention intention it's literally like from the heart from the soul genuine any decision you make is always going to be like from a genuine space. It's never going to be like you've got their I back, want... right? Uh, yeah, exactly. But it's like more of like it's never from a place of selfishness. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, you want to you want to see them grow. You want to help them achieve their goals. You want to yeah. be. You want to inspire them. You want to like. There's a deeper feeling or deeper feeling mm. and thought process behind it. Like when you love someone, you want to support them. So even if you see things are not going right for them or they've or they've been if they've been doing things that it wouldn't really like you don't like you have that patience and time for them because because you actually love them um yeah. and i think when you have like you said it's like an un, it's an unconditional love when you're loving somebody there's no like condition behind the love it's not like if you do this then i love you but if you do this then i don't love you you just love them and if they're doing 
things that are dental to the relationship doesn't mean you're not you, you still love them but you just don't like what they're doing but the love doesn't go away but with lust I agree yeah with lust you'll just be like you'll just walk there's no there's no kind of there's no love attachment there see it's I like will say you don't this. really I like what you said I really do I feel like it should be that way I feel like it should but I also tell people let's let's be honest when when it comes to love, there are conditions. Yeah, there there are, but to a certain so, I think it comes to a certain degree where, um, if that continues and continues, and you have a conversation with that person because you love them and they love you or whatever, however it is, then and that's not being sorted, then like we said the other day, when it's wants and needs yeah. and most and those wants and needs and desires are not being met, then you then have to say to yourself, okay, like, it's not... Well, there's a reason why I, I said that there are conditions because let's hypothetically look at it this way, right? When we're at, when you're at the age that we're at right now, right? 30s, 40s. When you're looking to kind of like settle down, get a house, travel, whatever, right? Whatever lifestyle you want to live. You're going to, you're going to, let's say you're going to look at someone, you're going to want to love them, but you're going to see that certain things are lacking, right? Like, let's say certain level of provisioning, not that you're marrying the person for the money or anything, but there has to be a level of provisioning because you might love them, but you can't be with them. Mm. That's what I mean. Because at our age, like, let's be honest. It's like when you're settling down with somebody, there's going to be a financial aspect that needs to be looked at. Mm. And if that certain thing is not there, or like, let's say, like, I'll use a beautiful example. My friend brought it up yesterday. I love the dude to death. You're going to like, let's say you're a man and you're getting to date this girl, but she has huge credit card debt. You might want to um, like her and think about, hmm, could it lead to love? But you might be like, nah, like it's a, it, I can't do it because those conditions of like, yo, like if we build something together, she has bad money spending habits. So that's what mm. I'm saying. Like, there's certain things like, like, yes, it should always be unconditional. But like, as human beings, we're always going to have some level of wanting certain conditions met before we even enter into something with you, like a relationship or whatever. And especially long term, like you're going to have conditions because it would be foolish of you not to, because then you're putting yourself in a position um of not goodness if you're dealing with somebody let's say that has like um huge credit card debt or like drinking and drugs you could sit there and be like i should just love them but it's like no certain things that they're doing are very detrimental um to you guys building anything successful long term so you might want to love them but you know that it that being with them is not a good option yes it doesn't mean you don't love them is what you're saying also yeah. but it doesn't but being with them is a different yeah, you can't be with them. to actually loving them yeah. yeah you're right there is there is conditions i completely agree you know you can love somebody you can love something through the through to the core but if they're doing things that you know, it's just not going to work in the relationship unless they come to you and say, like, this is what I'm doing to correct yeah. this. Or work thing. for like, you. Yeah, right? yeah. It's got, I think it has to, it does, it has to work for you too. Otherwise, you're just going to be in, in, a, in a relationship that's, a, that's kind of...
of like a mess and it ends up being for you emotionally for you because you're always having to maybe correct the right word yeah like correct you're, is the you're, right you're, word. yeah like because let's be honest like like let's like let's look at it from a realist point of view right and i know guys you feel like we're all over but everything comes full circle at the end if you're a woman and you want marriage like yourself hypothetically let's say you wanted marriage yeah right and you meet a guy everything's going good you guys are getting to know each other but you see like his life's a mess yeah and the sense of like he can't really travel that much um and um you know weddings cost money like they're not free yeah exactly but that's what i mean you part of you might be like i like him i like him i like him but you know, those certain things would prevent you from getting marriage or traveling. So then you might yeah. not want to continue seeing that person or break up with them or whatever because of a lack of provisioning. So that's why I always say, yes, love should be conditional, but um, we love with conditions. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think the... Um... I think the only time, I mean, for me personally, I don't know how every other parent takes this, but the, when you've got um, children, that I think that's, that's the most different. unconditional that love. That is yeah. different. There's so only like... It doesn't matter what like, they do. doesn't matter anything. You're just going to be there and love them regardless. There's only three things in this world that can love you unconditionally. Your parents. Yeah. Your children and your pets. Yeah, so true, right? Those three things. Other yeah. than that, no outside of that no because that's yeah. the thing your it's partner will love you i was listening to something last night and um it was talking about like just loving regardless and just keeping your focus yeah, on sure. what you love about that person not what you see the mistakes and then if you continue oh, yeah. but then at the same time if you continue to find the good things and that person is not changing and matching up to those good things, then the universe will bring you somewhere. What yeah. you see in your mind's eye and what you desire and what you want. So you're right. It's like, um, and that could be a natural thing that happens. It could be very natural. It's okay. not like you're thinking, um, okay, like, you know, I've had enough. Or you could just be like, you know what, I'm just going to keep focusing on this, the good stuff of this person, keep focusing on it because I do love them and I do want to make this work. However, they're not adjusting to what your vision, what your wants, your needs and your desires are. So therefore, um, they will slowly... Well, they might not even be in the space to do so. Or yeah, they might I mean, have fallen out of that space. Like when you yeah, met them, they might have been that way, but then yeah. midway through the relationship, they kind of like fell out of it. And that's yeah. the thing. And when you're in this relationship with somebody or loving them, you might walk away because how they're living or what it is they're doing, nefarious behavior like cheating or whatever... You're not going to be like, I'm still going to keep loving them. Some people do, but mm. eventually at some point they leave. Mm. Yeah. Because I know women that have been cheated on like multiple times and she's like, okay, I can make this work. We can stay, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, at some point she bounced. She was like, no, like I, because think about it, put it this way. Your love can only be tested so far. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
really. And you can only be testified to a, to a certain degree yeah. because, like, we if we go back to the lust side, when you're just mm. lusting, it's there's no real there's no real love behind it just yet. It's just no. that love. It's just that lust process. But when you go into the love process and you start feeling that you start feeling that love for somebody and it's not being reciprocated and they have changed to what you was originally um so many times we blame it on ourselves think what did we do what have i done you know what's what's gone wrong in me what was i thinking what why did i say that or whatever it could be but actually just if that person isn't there with that, and they're not there with that, there's nothing, you know, and you can't take, and we say this all the time, you can't take it personal. No. But when it is a good love match, I mean, it, you know, you're going to expand in so many ways together. You're going to connect in so many ways together. You're going to communicate together. You're going to make arrangements together. You're going to be going on holidays together if that's what you want to do. Um, you know, all the things that you both desire will come together in a line and you'll just have a great relationship. Yes, you will have your problems in between, not saying that it's going to be like 100% amazing. But when two people do love each other like that and they want to be together and they want it to work, um, then, and it actually, I think it becomes, a, a, it's not even like a conscious thing, oh, I want this to work, I want this to work. No, because love easy. Love should be a very easy, easy process. It's like easy to get on with each other, easy to have conversations, easy to be able to like what you see, easy to just do, easy to live your own lives and come together and live a life together. So one goes to, does their thing, the other one does their thing. But in between that, you're you're compensating, you're connecting, you're in touch with one another and you're connecting with one another. And that can, be, uh, can blossom into the most beautiful thing ever and have one of the greatest relationships of your life, you know? Um, but it's- Well, it's, we also need to understand that love is a choice. Yeah, of course it's a choice. But I'm saying these two people, I'm saying when if somebody yeah. two people getting together and they're choosing to be together, then absolutely that's what I'm saying. It's going to become oh, yeah. quite beautiful because it's a choice and it's not like, oh, I'm trying to make this work. It's a very ease and flow thing and it's yeah. because they're choosing to want to speak with one another they're choosing to spend that time together and do the things they love to do together where if when you're single you go and do things that you love but you're doing it by yourself or you're doing it with friends and it's not quite the same if you're doing it with someone that you have that love for and they have that love for you it becomes like you're not going to be kissing your friends or you're not going to have your I hope not well, I hope not too. I hope not. And, no, and you're not going to be holding their hand or you're not going to be like being all lovey-dovey with them because they're your friends. But when you're like, I don't know, maybe you're visiting a beach or something and with your friend, it's going to be a completely different experience to go in with yeah. someone that loves you and you love them. You're going to be doing different actions there, like compared to yeah. what you're doing with your friends, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think, you know, Lust can only go to a certain degree. Um, well, I'm going to say this. I think this is where people don't understand the difference. Because, again, you'll ask somebody, like, let's say, okay, you'll hear someone say, I love this person, right? Mm. And then you ask them, well, what do you love about them? And they don't know. And they don't know. Mm. So clearly, it's more of a lust thing. Mm, because sure. it's like, if you can't answer... Why, like, and you hear it a lot, like, <clears throat> especially like in relationships when like they're being treated poorly and things like that. And you say, well, what do you love about them? 
and it's just quiet. And it's like, okay, so you're in a relationship with someone, you can't answer a question of what you love about them. And you know what I mean? So it's, it's more of a lust because lust is like a burning desire. And as I told you guys, like, I'm not ashamed to say it. Like there's been women. I, I, I thought I liked them. I even thought I even loved them, but no, I lusted after them. I love their attention. I love the energy, the bedroom fun, all of it. But there was never like a true intention behind it because that's the difference between the two. When you date mm, and you have relationships with people, it should be intentional. Mm, it, there should be a great. purpose. Like if I'm bringing a woman into my life, I should have a purpose for her. Mm -hmm. That purpose is for it to be, you know, dating, marriage, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And lust has no purpose. No. It just is. That's just so on point. And that's the difference, isn't it? It's intention behind it. It's your intention behind that. Um, that makes a huge, that makes the difference, not a huge difference, just makes the difference. Because if you're going yeah. into something with intention, it's completely different to going without intention. Well, your intention could be just to have sex or just to have that fun together and just whatever, not have really no long term or no medium term or no even no short term, just what it is. It pretty much exactly, um, that's exactly what it is. Like lust has no intention. It just is, right? There's no purpose behind it. And that's where it falls short. Mm. And I always tell people, date with purpose. That's mm. the problem. Because it's like what we covered on the last podcast. If you're a podcast, if you're not dating with intention, then why are you entertaining this individual? Mm. Oh, I want to see where it goes. No, what you're saying is I want to test drive your heart. Mm. No, date with purpose. Hey, look, I'm looking for kids, marriage. What do you want? Not on the first date, but you make it very clear what type of life you want or, or experiences you want to have. And that's the thing. With lust, you don't do that. You don't ask the tough questions. You say, you're good looking. I'm good looking. We'll go out. We'll have a fun time. And there, you know what? There's no problem if that's how you want to live your life. If that's what you want to do, that's completely fine. But understand that the, when you're living in this lust, you're growing an attachment. Yes. You're growing an attachment to somebody that you know is not for you, or you're growing an attachment to them, you know, just based off of attraction and, and fun, but no intention of it being anything more than that. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah, and that's the that's the downside caveat because it's like for me, it's like, yeah, we have a good time, but what? Yeah, what's what's behind it? Yeah, and yeah, especially like what's behind it. Yeah, and and I like like when you started this when we started this conversation, you said especially like if you're thirties and forties, yeah. like um, oh, I mean like there's still people probably in their fifties that just want to don't really want nothing from it. They just want to be by themselves, and that's, that's absolutely fine. fine. There's nothing, but we're not speaking about those people. We're speaking about you know when you're in your forties. Like I can only say that for myself because I am. Um, then I'm not looking and I wouldn't be looking for somebody and then just have that last and then find another one and then find another one. Like, no, yeah. like I haven't done that in my thirties. Why would I do that in my forties? You know, like it's whoever I meet now is I want that long-term and I want that to be a long-term thing that grows into something quite substantial. And, um, and I'm not necessarily saying it's got to be marriage because, uh, you know, uh, 
I'm, I've, I've always said that it's on the fence with that marriage. I've always been on the fence with marriage. Um, but it has to be like... But it has to be something solid. Yeah, there's got to be like a, an understanding between the two of us that we are actually together and you're oh, not I going to... Take to even deeper than that because it's like if you don't want marriage, which is fine, but you want some form of security where it, well, comes, yeah. to, um, where it comes to, A, you guys have a house together. Yeah, there's got to be something you're working or to like, do together. Because you don't want to just be somebody's girlfriend forever. No, you know? So no. it's like, if you don't want the marriage, that's totally cool. But it's like, at least you guys like have a house together. You know what yeah. I mean? Or, yeah. or your investments together, or you're building businesses together. You're yeah. doing things together. <clears throat> you're, you're growing and building together. And I think... Obviously, sometimes, like, you know, like, words can be very cheap, right? They, people can say things, but you will know by the actions, right, the difference between the two. Like, if someone's saying, oh, I really love you, and I just, you know, I really, really love you, I love you so much, um, and I want to be with you, and then you don't hear a word from them for seven days, um, well, their actions are not really meeting their words, so... You just got to really look at that to say, well, maybe have that conversation with the person. So, hang on, you're telling me you love me, and I know, I know that I love you, but I'm not seeing the action behind it. So, but anyway, let's go, let's go on to the other side where things are going well. Um, let's say, and everything's going fantastic, and communications flowing, blah blah blah, and you voice to each other that this is what you want, and you're building on that together then that's where you know you start feeling the security because you know that you know they're not going to go out and sleep with other people you know you're not going to do that and you know that because you know that not because you hope that well you hope that but you do kind of know that michael i think like you know if somebody's not i know look when i when i've been cheated on i just knew like, I don't oh, know, yeah, I like just knew. Knowing, you yeah. just know, you just got a sense of knowing because they well, they don't know that they're doing things differently when you know, because you know them, you've been around them for so long and then you, they think that they're acting really cool and they've done nothing different, but your energy doesn't lie. You cannot hide your energy, we're energy beings. You cannot, no matter what you try and do, you can't hide that energy. And that energy is picked up by the other and you feel it. So. Um, but, well, there's a reason why I said that because the thing is, we never get to control the outcome, right? Like, no. that's what I'm saying when we date someone, it's a risk that we take to hope that they won't cheat on us. Yeah, it's a risk course. that we take to hope that they won't leave, like not cheat, but just say, hey, it's not working out. It's yeah, a risk that comes with the territory because I feel that even in a lot of times when we love somebody, we try to control the outcome. Mm, we try to course. say, I've done this for you. I've given this, 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 and this, and this. That's you trying to control the outcome. Yeah, love doesn't do that, right? Love just is, right? So a lot of times people do try to control the narrative because they, they don't want you to leave. They don't want you to whatever. And it's like, we never get to control outcomes. And no, they trip on it. Yeah, and it's yeah. hard sometimes for people to admit that because the only thing you can control is what you do. Yeah. And I think That's we had a it. conversation just offline just a minute ago, and I was saying there's something yeah. with um, with business that, that yeah. you know, and where I put so much time and effort into something, and then when it all broke down, 
I couldn't go back and say, I could go back and say this, but I chose not to because to me it was like, but I chose to do these things. I chose to give my time. I chose to give my attention. I chose to do the work. Nobody put a gun to my head and said you had to do it. I chose that. So if something broke down at the end of it, I can't go back and play the blame game where so many people do and they'll try and say, yeah, well, look what I've done for you. I've done A, B, C, D, E, F, G and try and make the other person feel guilty and like you said, control the outcome. No, mm -hmm. your choice. You want to put that time and energy into someone, then you do that. But don't blame them if, if they decide they don't want to be there because you can't make somebody want to be with you. You can put yourself forward and you can communicate with them and you can ask to see them or you can ask to be around yeah. them. But if they're not bringing that back to you, then just- If they're not go. reciprocating, you're, yeah. you're literally getting the signs yeah. that it is not love, but it's lust. You just yeah. want their attention. Yeah. That's For what sure. it is because yeah. there's a lack of, because love reciprocates. Yeah. It's Absolutely, it does. Like, like you said, it's a flow of things. Yeah. So there's that thing of reciprocation. And if there's none of that, you clearly only lust for them. You want mm -hmm. their attention. You don't want them to talk to other people but you. Um, and that's lust. That's like, give me your attention. But it's like, at the same time, it's like, with the lack of reciprocation, you're getting all the answers you need that they're not for you. Mm. And um, that's why I believe in detachment so well that when it comes to lust, it's a very deep hole. <clears throat> and what I mean by that is a lot of times we'll lust after someone, even if let's say they do entertain you, right? You guys are rolling around in the hay, bedroom fun, but you know you shouldn't be there. But you keep going back. It's like people that keep going back to exes and people that keep doing those things. That's lust. Mm. you know you shouldn't be with them you know that mm. but it's just you don't want to accept the reality of it yeah absolutely and it is hard for people to accept the reality of it because when you do put your time into someone <coughs> you do you don't get that time back <coughs> you don't get that time back no you don't and so i just think like if you're not with, if you don't want to be with someone and you're just there because you're just trying to take something from them or you just want to have their their time and you and you know that that person really does love you and wants to be with you, stop being a poop head about it, right? And just let, let's tell them because it's let not. Them go, let them go though. Let them go. Tell them, like, like, yeah, but why can't people do that, oh, Michael? I find it like, I find human beings to be quite, I don't know what the word is, but sometimes selfish. I just think selfish, so selfish. It's like, just tell the other person. It's like if someone's cheating, who gives you the right to go and do that and not tell the other person? Give them give them the opportunity. Have, why should you just have the opportunity and not the other person? Because you're scared to lose them. No, that's like, that's so controlling. And I find it so much in relationships where people just uh, go and do what they want to do and they leave the other person hanging there. And I just think it's so rude and it's so horrible and bad because take this life for a blessing it is. Like, 
this, do you know how many people didn't wake up this morning and don't have life today and we are here breathing and then you think that you've got the right to come around and just treat people and just do what you want to do with them and not give them the opportunity to go and find that right person for them because you don't want to let go of them but you want to go and do your own thing stop doing that and I think you know a lot of men do it and I know that women do it too but I know a lot of men do it they just keep women hanging so so often well I would say both parties do it both parties do because let's let's put it this way let's say you break up with somebody but either or the guy or the girl keeps going back to them and the person only keeps giving them bedroom fun or hangs out with them from time to time but they're not reciprocating in a romantic way it's just hey we just have bedroom fun it's nice to hang out with you from time to time and that's it that's why i always just say let them go completely like like let them go completely because you understand also, and this is where the entitlement thing comes in. And this is where it's so dangerous. You have to understand, nobody owes you nothing. Mm, exactly. No, they, so like, they don't owe you anything, Michael, but no. there's a respect, man. It, it is, but also understand that they don't owe you that either. That's a choice. If, like, let's say, for example, someone cheats on you, they don't owe you to tell you they well, should tell you. Yeah, if you're with them, they do owe you to tell you. Yes, of course they owe you to tell you because nobody, now you're, you're stopping you someone nothing. else. But you're stopping someone else's life. Like who you gives are, you the right to do that? You are a hundred percent. I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying though, nobody owes you that. Like, let's be honest. Like, nobody owes you to say, yeah, you know what? I cheated. It's more of what's the word I'm looking for? It's more of like a courtesy that you would like them to. But let's be honest, how many people are going to tell you? Because you hear the stories of, of, of people being cheated on for months and months and months and months. They're still keeping that person and then they're cheating on them as well. But it's also understanding that, yes, what they're doing is very terrible. I'm not advocating cheating in any shape or form. But what I'm saying is that nobody owes you diddly. Like, so yes, sad, it would be nice. It? It would be nice to have like a choice to say, hey, why did you cheat on me or whatever? It would be nice because at the same time, I've also learned that, think about it, nobody owes you your time. Nobody owes you their attention. Nobody mm -hmm. owes you their energy. Nobody, you don't, you don't, you know, no one owes you that. Mm -hmm. And you don't owe You're them right. that. It's a choice. Yeah, but if you've been with someone for 10 years and you've just given and you've both and you've had a brilliant relationship for 10 years, let's say, and then mm -hmm. that person goes out and finds somebody, then no, they don't to you, but you sure should go and tell that person. Yeah, exactly. So they can you get should. on with it. Yeah. Because you, that's yeah, the thing. No, you're right. <clears throat> it, when we start to say, you do owe me, it's like now you're saying demanding without yeah. understanding that. Nobody owes us nothing. You cannot yeah. make those level of demands. It would be nice for a person to say, hey, like, you know, this and this and this, or explain their situation, or hey, I cheated, or this happened, or whatever. It would be nice, but no one owes us those things. No. It's yeah, more of a level right. of, 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 of politeness to say, you know what? I think I cheated on you, whatever, right? It's a level mm. of respect. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, not everybody moves that way. Mm -mm. No, hardly anybody moves that way, Michael, because like you said, people are, and I don't disagree with being selfish to a certain degree, but I just think at the end of the day, you just, 
treat people how you would like to be treated and I think if there's just like a a, a human way to be it's like a decency about yourself and yeah. like I said you're only here once on this life in this life being who you are being the person my name Anthea Moffitt is I'm not going to come and relive this life as Anthea Moffitt is and do the same thing again so while I'm here it's like I expect the people that interact with me to have some kind of uh, some yes to have a respect level towards me um and if they're not wanting to be around me then don't have to say you could we could just walk away just block me so at least i know that that's it like you don't even have to talk about it just walk away um but don't be in somebody's life if you don't want to be in that person's life properly you know you're either in their life or you're not in their life just don't do the in between and try and mess up with people's minds because it's not it's not it's enough going on in the world without having another having a person that you are <clears throat> trying to mess you up emotionally and mentally, you know? I agree. I agree. And that's the thing, right? Like it it messes us up emotionally a hundred percent, but that's why we always just learn every single time nobody owes you nothing. Mm. When you learn to just all you can do is bring yourself. Mm. and be the best version of yourself mm. to that situation. That's the best mm. thing you can do. You can't control the narrative. You can't control the outcome. Because mm. think about it. What is love? Love is patient, kind, genuine, all those things. Mm. Love's not controlling, manipulative, and saying, hey, I did this, 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 and this for you. Mm. That's that's more of your ego side yes, of saying yes, things. Yes, 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 that's yes. more of your ego. That's more of... Why aren't you giving me what I want? Yeah. But then that's demanding. The it's like, why would you date somebody that's going to um, not bring you to that point? Yeah. Yeah. Bring you to that point. Exactly. Yeah, why would exactly. you date somebody where it's like pulling teeth to get yeah. them to reciprocate? Yeah, exactly. 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 If somebody, if somebody's not asking you to see you and you're always asking them, can I see you? Then yeah. walk away. Yeah, it's not only that. If, like, you have to beg for things, if you are, like, you know, like, for their time, attention, energy, even in a relationship. You, and that's why we're saying that that's how you know the difference between the two. Because if you love someone, they're either A, going to reciprocate it back and, and you guys are going to build something beautiful or B, they're not. Mm. So then so then it morally falls in your area where you're just lusting after this individual someone that's not even going to reciprocate the love you're giving or mm. like you're not aware that it is just lust because this person's off living their own life, doing their own thing. And you're sitting dreaming like, Oh, I wish we could be together. I really like you. And it's like, that's lust. Mm. So um, again, guys, this one was a really short one uh, for today. Um, we have some new topics coming up next week. We have a special guest on Wednesday. Um, next week's going to be a banger week. Um, and then next Friday, we're actually going to be talking about shaming. Um, and shaming language and how like nobody should be shamed for their preferences and what they want. Um, because honestly, we'll d touch on it a little bit. I feel that there's too much of that. I that feel that true. when somebody tells you, like, for example, I'll use myself, um, I'll meet females and I know what I want right now. I'm looking to, to, to date and be in a relationship and they'll say, well, um, we can be friends. I'm like, no, I'm not interested in that. 
they always get upset. Why don't you want to be my friend? Because you want friendship. I can't give you that. Mm. What you want, I can't give because I Mm. don't want that. Mm. But then you're shamed for not wanting what they want. Mm. And it's like, if, if I take your friendship, that benefits you. Yeah, and not me. It doesn't benefit me because I want a relationship. Mm. So we're actually going to cover that next Friday. Um, and then our special guest is going to be talking about masculinity on Wednesday. Um, and then on Monday, we're going to have a special topic for you guys. We always do anyways. Excellent. Um, so anyways, with that all being said, guys, again, we appreciate it. Please like, share, subscribe. Um, we actually have some um, amazing stuff coming. If you want to check it out, <clears throat> go check our Instagram. Excellent. Go check our Instagram at loveandrelationships.podcast. And <clears throat> so you don't have to watch the full videos of our podcast. You can watch the short clips. They're three minutes long, and it summarizes pretty much our podcast in three minutes. I love it. Excellent. So, Thank you, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here with us. So I hope you enjoyed. And we will catch you next week. Yes, guys, please, before we go, like, share, subscribe. And these conversations, as I said, they're conversations. They're tough, but they need to be had. Mm, for sure. Because nobody teaches us the difference between love and lust. No one does. We kind of figure it out ourselves. So um, with that being said, guys, we will see you guys on Monday. Take care of yourselves. See ya.